employees were starting to leave. There was short fuses that I didn't see when I first got in, you know, into the investment. But when I started to see people that crossed the CEO and that kind of explosion, I'm like, oh no, I just invested in potential. I invested in the software because it was there. It was, it was right on point. Um, all the infrastructure was there. But the, I saw the CEO and there was this gut feeling that I had of, Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined by Michelle Everhart. Now, Michelle believes each business and person needs to understand their why. She's also a competitive bodybuilder and the creator of Ultimate Business Quest, an app that helps entrepreneurs along their journey. Despite all of these cool things, she also invested in hope and then invested in it some more. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether that's leaving a review, sharing the show with a friend or family member, or going and supporting me directly on Patreon. That's a huge help. It takes a lot of money, time, and energy to make this show happen. So you can go to patreon.com slash alexwilliams. Remember, Williams is W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. That's patreon.com slash alexwilliams. Or... Just click the first link in the show notes and it'll take you right there. Enjoy the show. Michelle Everhard, ready to talk about one of your broken bulbs? Oh, absolutely. Bring it. Fantastic. Okay, I like that. So you invested you invested in hope and kind of a potential that you were hoping to get something out of the CEO and who the CEO could be. Do you want to tell us about this story and, and how, how that ultimately went wrong? Oh, absolutely. So um, this, it was such a brilliant concept of, you know, in app, um, in video purchasing and the technology was really wicked cool. And um, I looked at the company, I was like, wow, this is such a brilliant idea. And I could see all of the different avenues where you could take it because at that time um, I had a marketing agency. So I really saw the value in it. I'm like, wow, this could increase a lot of sales for um, a lot of businesses, especially if it integrates, you know, um, accurately on websites or where we're going to take it. So my mind was racing of, I could use this. That's why I really wanted to invest. And um, it had been my second investment. And so it was um, a really, really cool, like, oh, my first tech investment. Yes. You know, um, especially where tech is going and, you know, the investments have been um, very fruitful for a lot of people. And so, you know, going down this road, I was like, okay, I'm going to be the investor. And then I got on the board and then I started to see everything, you know, the little cracks were starting to happen. I'm like, oh no, hold on for the ride. And I thought, well, since I'm an investor and I'm on the board and I'm a little bit involved in the company and the day-to-day operations, maybe I can have some sort of voice here, or maybe, you know, I can um, structure some of these deals so that it can move this company along. Well, that definitely was not the, uh, not what really transpired where um, I was able to raise a ton of capital with, you know, with the CEO and it was in a really good spot, ready for, you know, ready for production. We got um, this really great contact where it was going to be a TV show. And, oh, my gosh, it would have been absolutely 
perfect for the software, but it was a pivot. And, and sometimes, and in some cases, especially if you're not getting a lot of traction, you haven't gotten you know, your pre-revenue, um, a, a deal like that and that kind of pivot would make or break a company. And, um, and I saw the writing on the wall, I'm like, okay, if we don't pivot, I can see where the ego of the CEO is now hindering the growth of the company. Um, because employees were starting to leave, there was short fuses that I didn't see when I first got in, you know, into the investment. But when I started to see people that crossed the CEO and that kind of explosion, I'm like, oh no, I just invested in potential. I invested in the software because it was there. It was it was right on point. Um, all the infrastructure was there. But the I saw the CEO and there was this gut feeling that I had of wait a second really take a look at this because this is potential of where he is, not where the company is. And so I was like, okay, maybe I can salvage this, you know, do this, um, this pivot, this, this deal. I got it. The other party was way on board, was going to, um, you know, put in capital ready for the pivot. But the ego of the CEO was so big that it was, you know, put the foot down. Absolutely. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to pivot the company. And then I just started to see the decline. I'm like, wow, okay. So you're really set on this, but nothing's transpired. You're going after these big, big, big fishes as opposed to what's really in front of you. And, uh, oh, and then it just was one snowball after the other of, um, you know, chasing rabbits that were never going to, you know, you're never going to catch them. And, there was a point where I looked at it, I'm like, okay, I can either continue to go down this road, beat my head against a wall, or just understand that, hey, I made an investment and I can walk away from that. And I don't need to be there constantly to, you know, pull the teeth and just drag him, you know, where he's not going to move. There's, there's not going to be any, um, any fruits of this labor. So I, it was a very, very hard choice at that point to say, okay, either I just need to walk away or I know what I'm going to continue to get time and time again, where any deals I bring, the pivot's never going to happen. And the company is not going to move any further because there's one person in the way and you can't change that. And, it, and that was the hard truth of, oh my gosh, you know, your stomach kind of turns, you're like, oh. I knew I should have, I, I should have listened to that gut feeling. I, I should have looked at every element of the business, not just, you know, the business itself or the tech itself. It's truly who is behind it because the team and investing in a team is just as crucial as the business concept itself. So that was a, that was a pretty rough lesson, but um, it turned out really well in the end because I, I gained so many amazing contacts, people that I had never even, you know, would have met if I didn't. And actually one of those, my partners, uh, you know, my partner now, which works out really well for me. And, uh, but and shortly after I left the company, the company did dissolve. It crashed and burned. So it definitely, you know, there's not much that could have been done. So... Right. So, I mean, when, when things go poorly like that, you, you pull away what you can and you say, okay, I'm, I met some interesting people, learned some really valuable lessons, you know, that's great. But then 
I'm thinking back to before you even got into it and may then maybe now, how do you look for those cracks before you make those investments? How do you find those cracks before you put all this time, energy and capital into the, this thing that you hoped would turn out? How do you find that and stop yourself? That's a really, really great question. Um, actually, what we've developed now is is a system to actually understand that. So if you think about um, uh, personality profiling or personality types, um, it has a negative connotation, but we made it a really, really fun way where you can tell, is somebody a warrior, a wizard, a jester, or a bard? And you can actually really tell what what's driving them, what... Um, it, just by a few simple questions, a few simple questions, you can figure out, you know, how that person internally ticks. But it's also, I know that people say, hey, you know, don't bring emotions into business. I beg to differ. Um, you can be emotional and emotions in business, but not be reactionary with your emotions in business. And, and um, really understanding when you're sitting with somebody and having a conversation, if you get any of those red flags or those gut feelings, really follow them. And that's what I've been doing is that if it doesn't feel right, regardless of how beautiful it may look on the outside, I don't do it. And if the first conversation is work, or if I feel drained at the end of the conversation, I know at that point what we call business vampires, that's a business vampire and I want nothing to do with it. I've been down that road. <laughs> so it's really following that, whatever you want to call it, the gut feeling, the intuition, um, asking a few, just very few easy questions. And is the conversation fun? Am I having fun having the conversation? Because that's why we got into business. That's why we invested at the very beginning is we wanted to have fun on an adventure. And if it doesn't fit that, then no interest. And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what else you're up to. Of course, you've got these personality types you're working with and you have an app out and you're doing a ton of other things. Why don't you tell us about that stuff and where we can go to find you and support you? Oh, yeah. So with all of these experiences, I was like, well, what, what are some of the fundamental problems of starting a business, starting a business or growing a business? And it's all the fears, the ego, um, the step-by-step -step process. Well, there's not a one-stop shop for all of that data. There's not a one, one tool that fits all. Why can't we create one? And so we did. We created a fun journey for entrepreneurs or people who want to be entrepreneurs that take them through a gamified version of setting up your business. Because setting up your business should be fun. It should be exciting. And why not be in that kind of realm of, hey, jump into the fantasy of business. You know, it, when we were kids, we even fantasized about, well, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be a, a big CEO of a huge tech company, or I'm going to do this, and I'm going to be, you know, a billionaire. And then after at time, what passed, it was, wait a second, work became work. Why can't work be fun? And so this, this app takes you through the process of, yeah, your personality profile, like how do you actually identify a team that will um, steer your business in the right direction? Um, you know, how, how do you go through the fears of business? Because all of us have those fears. Those, it's what we call it the cave of eyes. And it's not the, the eyes you see with, it's the eyes inside your head. I can't do it. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not smart enough. 
I don't have the credentials, blah, 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 all those things that you can say to yourself. So why not have fun creating and growing your business through a gamified app for businesses? And so um, it was been such a fun process of taking all of those things that, you know, um, I've done over the years and the partners have done over the years and all of those bad investments or, you know, um, a broken bulb, so to speak, all of the broken bulbs, how can we teach and, and take entrepreneurs on that journey so you can keep your bulb from breaking throughout that entire process? And so you can find it on the app, uh, the app store, the Google Play store, it's called UBQ. And the company's name is Ultimate Business Quest. So you can either, either go to ultimatebusinessquest.com or myquestapp.com. Uh, and uh, super easy, it's about 26 hours of fun. If you're not gonna have fun, don't download it. Or maybe if you're thinking like, well, this isn't gonna be fun, maybe that is the right app for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have links to your app and everything else you're working on down in the show notes so people go and follow along with you on your own quest. And with that, I just gotta say thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, appreciate it. And thank you for listening. It's okay to say no and walk away. Watch out for red flags, and if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Special thank you to Michelle Eberhard for joining me and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Be sure to check out her work, which I have linked in the show notes. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.